good yeah. reason why we why we didn't yeah. record. Okay. Yes. 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 All right. We are. You, we are live. Thank you for rocking with us, the Holy Records Podcast. It is September. Football season is here. Dun, 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 dun. Yes, dun, yes. Dun, dun, the pumpkin, there you go. The pumpkin spot uh, spice lattes are dripping, dripping, dripping. Uh, Father Pat is wearing some good drip right now. I see the black on black. Very good. Look at you now. Camera ready and headphones, Father Pat. What brought on the change? Um, I realized how poor my hearing has gotten over over years. So it's like there's there's sometimes where there's two people talking. This is especially important for like interviews when it's just the two of us. I'm pretty sure I know who's talking to me, but when it's two people talking to me, I have a hard time figuring out who who was that who just said that. And that happened when I when I listened to um, or when I was trying to track you know the the episode we did with tony esser last time <laughs> but you're celebrating some exciting news some some yes. really, uh awesome family stuff kind of the reason why we're recording now instead of uh at the beginning of the month it's been a long time since we left you without a dope reason step two uh points if you know where that rap came from but uh that little rhyme but uh yes i was over at uh hold on can you hear that little a little beeping. Is there yeah, a beeping can sound? Can you hear that? Yeah, now I know the headphones are working. <laughs> it's gone. It's gone. E gone. Okay. So yeah, we had a we had a baby. We had our fifth child. Uh Judah James has entered the building. We are um we are blessed and very, very uh congratulations. Mazel Tov. Thank you. Mazel, mazel, mazel. Uh, yes, it's been awesome. We have uh, five kids, three girls, two boys. Uh, our latest one was born on September 4th on his due date, actually. Um, oh, and so that was that's awesome. convenient. Yeah, oh my gosh, it was so convenient. And so, we're really excited, we're really happy that he's here. He's a good boy, he doesn't sleep through the night. Obviously, we have to feed him, but he's been pretty good. He's really relaxed. All the kids have taken to him very well. Um, you know, they've been awesome. The girls have been like little mamas and the boy, uh, Joseph has took him a second to warm up to the baby, but now has actually loved them and comes and gives him kisses. And then, you know, wants to stab him with a lightsaber. <laughs> so he's ready to go. He, he just wants that play partner, you know? Right, right. He wants that brother. And so we're excited. Um, but with every, you know, blessing comes, some curses, you know, and oh, uh, oh yes. So recently, about four days later, uh, you know, I wanted to give my wife a break, wanted to give her a chance to kind of just relax. Sure. And, um, wouldn't you know it that uh, my daughter, um, Maria, Lily, and Gianna were on the monkey bars. Oh no! Oh, where is this going? <laughs> is oh, this is this? Is this an accident story? Is this going to oh, get yeah. graphic? Graphic. <laughs> oh. so they were on the monkey bars. You know, Jenna and Lily are pretty good on the monkey bars. Then Maria. Maria didn't even try it. Maria did not even try to do the monkey bars. But there's a little section in the monkey bars where she was trying to just show off. And I hear her say, uh -huh. look, Daddy, look. Like, you know, showing off, showing off. And then all of a sudden... um. She was wearing Crocs. She slipped. 
and uh, she fell from a monkey bar's height right on her elbow uh, or her uh, oh she broke her elbow no 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 no, no. okay no, thank god <laughs> the humorous bone yeah right, that's there that connects the funny bone and it just you know popped and mm. ah, it sucked dude and then we had to rush her quickly to the er they took some photos uh, x-rays i believe they call them it's all the rage now x-rays and um you know uh told us we gotta probably get it fixed get some surgery a little minor procedure she'll be out in two hours we take her all the way to children's hospital even and they say you know what it is serious but it's not that serious so come back in two days and i'm like oh this is horrible so at night i'd you know get her back home manage the pain and, and my daughter we, we brought her back but i'll tell you what i've never felt more in touch with my fatherhood than i had in those 48 hours or so of having the joy of the baby to now the the pain and communion that i felt with my daughter Oof. and Softness and terrorisms totally but i i i imagine in in a small way father i'll make this I like it to like kind of like what you have to go through on the daily, on the weekendly. Like, you can celebrate baptism at nine, and then a funeral at one. You know, yeah, yeah. You know, or or a wedding, and and that's just in your ministry. That's not to say like you're not dealing with something personal. You know, on your immediate family, right? That's rough, and so. And I, my heart just broke for like the families that I saw at Children's that are there at daily, that are mm. there weekly, monthly, like all the time, cancer patients, things like this. Like, um, I mean, luckily my daughter, you know, full recovery. She's going to be all right. You know, she's going to cast on Monday. Everything's good. Baby's good and healthy. But for a second, for that moment, you know, that, that, that fatherhood, boom, 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 was just pumping because I just realized like this, I mean, Screw like a mug, you know, that says like, dad, like no one's going to know about this unless I post about it or talk about it. But those are those moments, man. They weren't quite Kodak moments, but they were moments of grace and opportunity to pray and to, and to, will you unite with me in these moments also? You know, that, that's yes. what I'm at with God, like telling me like, dude, you- that makes a lot of sense. That's why you're the priest of your family, right? You know, yeah, like you're, and, and you're offering what, those sacrifices. Yeah, and that's what we always hear, right? But it always, like, when I heard it, I was like, yeah, no, though. Like, I'm not. I don't offer a sacrifice. Like, you know, no, in actuality, like, there's little sacrifices, whether it's, you know, the dying of self daily is something that I try to always remember to do. It's always yeah. a trend in my, in my um, marriage and also in my uh, being a dad is a dying to self and a comfortability and a almost like a seeking to die to self, mm-hmm. you know, like to lay my life down for something bigger. Um, and it's, and it's been good, like putting them first, whether that's denying a night out with the guys, whether that's turning down the job opportunity, which I've had to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was this dream job in another place, you know, in mm-hmm. Texas when I was in between jobs, and it just wasn't the smart move financially. It wasn't mm-hmm. the smart move oh, uh, uh, for my family 
my family had a beautiful community, a beautiful homeschool community. My wife has been thriving. And I was just like, there's a dying of stuff that has to happen as a dad. And sure enough, like whatever my desires are, albeit they're good, they might not have been prudent or they might not have been timely. But with that said, um, it's everybody's recovering. And I have a beautiful story of another little addition to the household. Seven years, Father Pat. I've been married for seven years, going on eight in May of next year. And I've been dying, you know, to self a lot. But one day I was like, you know what? Like, I, I deserve this. And this is dangerous. This is dangerous now. Uh, I'm entitled to this thing. We're not talking Twinkies. We're not talking ribeyes. We're talking video games, Father. Oh, I don't yes. I don't play oh. them. And I play on the guys that play video games. And, the, and you know, so I clown them and I say, come on, how are you going to be playing video games? Your family's in the other room, Dad. You know, stop retreating right. to your man cave. I got this right. the other day. <laughs> <laughs> For those that don't know. Um, so I don't have a console, a PS4 or whatever. This is a mm -hmm. PS4 controller. But you know what? When I'm not working on this lovely computer and doing holy ruckus things, it can actually do a fair amount of good gaming. So sure enough, I downloaded and I purchased legally. Uh, <laughs> that's very big distinction. That's uh, true. Yes, we we always promote the legal <laughs> copywriting of uh, you know other intellectual property. Yes, that's right. I mean, don't look at my LimeWire account. <laughs> and that's all the time we have today. Thanks so much for tuning in to Holy Ruckus. <laughs> piracy, piracy, folks. Like, yeah, I mean, it's we it's were... the it was the language of our time. Like we, every, everybody coming up in our middle school and yeah. high school, oh, no, we no, all no, knew no. how to share. You know, guys in the comments, did you download illegal music, Pat? Did you download illegal music? I can neither confirm nor deny such thing. I can tell you that I have always uh, used <laughs> the internet for what the internet was intended for. Ooh, there's Ooh. a cryptic answer. <laughs> oh, we got a friend from oh, from way back. Hey, brothers, Anthony answer. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Here's my yeah. question, guys. Those that are watching, go ahead. Did you download music on Napster and LimeWire? <laughs> I don't want to know. Did you ever make a mixtape for a young lady or a gentleman, your lady? Did you ever make a mixtape? Because, yeah, you definitely were using that MCI. Remember MCI? No. MCI. MCI. MCI Center. Ooh. MCI Center in D.C. That was a company that made uh, also made. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was collect calling, wasn't it? Yeah, but they also oh. made CDs, like blank CDs. No way. Yes. No, I, you gotta make those mixes. You gotta make I definitely <laughs> I received quite a few mixes in my day. Really? I was the recipient oh, hey. of more than a few mixtapes. Escandaloso, okay. <laughs> who, who making and I credit. I wouldn't know half the good music that I do were it not for those uh, those gifts in my life. Half the good music or half of the good stand-up I've heard in my lifetime. Because honestly, good in my first my first exposure to a guy like uh, to, to Brian Regan, to Chris Rock, to 
um, Steve Martin and, you know, the, the classic greats was through like probably ripped, <laughs> probably ripped uh, or, you know, downloaded uh, comedy albums. There you go. When you received mixtapes, you were not Father Pat. You were Father Player. <laughs> we call this the old man, right? Isn't that what St. Paul says? Hey, man, don't knock the old man, right? That, that was me then, you know. Look at me now. <laughs> I'd be Spotifying. Yeah, I'd be, the, you know, I'd be YouTubing. <laughs> and the best is finding those deep cuts. Ladies and gentlemen, let us know in the comments, what was your favorite mixtape song? Um, or favorite album that you were like, you know what, you, you have to have. Because I tell you what, in terms of indulging, you ever go to restaurants, we'd go out to restaurants with the family. And back then we used to burn CDs and DVDs. There was a guy that met you in the bathroom. Uh, I'm going to clean this up. Uh, and, <laughs> and he had a backpack. This is a true story in Maryland. And he would come out and he'd be like, he had like the trench coat. And, and he was fully clothed. He got, the, he got clothed. them bootlegs. And he, he would say, uh-oh. And he would open up and then he would say, CDs, DVDs, CDs, DVDs, puppies, puppies, puppies. He'd have puppies too, uh, but not in the bathroom. Um, but he would sell CDs and DVDs. Um, I didn't know any better. I didn't know the rule or the law of the church. Like, I think I got a catechism like once at a young adult retreat. Um, camping. Shout out Ryan Haber. Got me my first uh, catechism. Nice. Um, I would love, yeah. Um, but he, uh, our, um, but yeah, we, uh, I don't know. I bought Ray. Bootleg Ray and King Arthur. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> I I remember bootlegging movies that weren't even worth bootlegging. You know what I mean? Like, and, and I think that was probably yes, the, I got that was probably the point. What is you it? Know, what, what was the movie? Uh, well, I you know I remember bootlegging like Godzilla back in the day because I you know it was Wait, you Matthew you didn't Broderick? want to do titles with Matthew Matthew, Matthew Broderick one. No, I think it was the reboot. Of Godzilla or whatever. Wait, the one that with the... Brian Cranston. Two thousand. From... Yeah, Cranston. Dude, that was like last week. That was no, like wasn't. Last week, no, they just made two. They it's just so made man. the second Godzilla. <laughs> There's nothing making these clients like you. Okay, you know what it was? It was uh, it was Cloverfield. For sake of argument, it was the other monster movie that you oh. know the one. <laughs> Uh -huh. The one you know, it was always you don't choose the movie that you think you're gonna end up with, like or want in your library, right? You don't choose no, those. That's the whole point of it. No, I I red box movies that I specifically don't want anything to do with or don't want to own. Like red box is actually perfect for terrible movie night. You don't have to go searching. Pretty much half of red boxes. And this is a legal means, mind you. Right. But like, if you want to have like a fun time watching terrible movies, half the library <laughs> in Redbox is just yes. terrible movies. You know, like if you want a good movie, you're plumb out of luck. Like, there's three titles, and two of them are already on Netflix or Amazon Prime. Sharknado. So, Sharknado. That's a great example. So, I'm thinking. Okay, I'm gonna watch Cloverfield. We're talking legal movies now, folks. Yes, yes. Because now, nowadays, if I get to carve out three hours, because you gotta have they're too long. Movies are too long. You gotta have three hours. That's like a monumental effort to just create that space, create that time. And I most often I'm asleep in the first forty minutes. <laughs> I put the movie on. 
we get through the first act. I don't remember the second act or the third act. I'm just watching the credits by the time I wake up. Oh my gosh. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the Holy Buckets podcast. You're probably wondering what this episode's all about. I want to let you know. Um, yes, um, we do have a show for you. I'm talking about the blessings of my newborn baby boy, my, my son, Judah James. We're really excited to have him along for the ride. We also have uh, my daughter who just broke up. We were just recently talking about fatherhood. But when we were talking about fatherhood, the one thing, and you're probably wondering, like, what's going on with the light? Uh, what am I doing? Am I, is this the Ark of the Covenant? Like, what am I doing? Um, yeah, you just opened it. Yeah. You're about, your face is about to start melting. Close. I'm to close it. I'm trying to look at you straight, like, straight on. <laughs> Um, so this was, so yeah, I bought a video game controller and I downloaded Madden, uh, legally, uh, 2001 Madden or 2000, 2001, 2021 Madden NFL. And I, and I always felt bad father. I always felt bad about having time to play video games. And I would even shame others for it, not to their face, but behind their backs. And, um, I always was like, you know what? Like, no, like I'm supposed to. Keep dying to self. I'm supposed to, you know, be with my family. Like, what? What gives? Like, where? Where have I gone wrong? Like, is it okay? Is it okay for me? It's like radioactive. Is it okay for me to to play some video games now and again? What do you think, Marla? What What is the response here? Like, what? You know, what do you say to the ladies that are watching that have have a uh, have a gentleman in their lives who, you know, can't get off the sticks? You know, can't can't stop. <laughs> I gotta say, this is one of those topics where we like we want to think in absolutes. You know, we want the black and white. People people knock the black and white. People are, you know, we we want like one size fits all, and this is hardly that. Like you know, because there's got to be gradations for for every guy like yourself who has to steal a game of Madden. You know, sneak it after 10 p.m. or something, you know, there's a dad, you know, who might be just using it as a distraction mid-afternoon before his shift when his kids are done school, blah, blah, blah. So I don't think, I, this goes back to our talk about hobbies. I don't think it's it's a bad thing, especially for our generation that grew up with, you know, the, it, uh, like video games as part of like the culture, as part of just like the the another type of media that we consume. And that and so that kind of cuts to the quick of like the objection that I hear all the time. It's like, oh, these things are for, for kids. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Mm. No, they don't make video games for, for kids no more. They make them for, you know, teenagers and young adults and, and up and like the people who grew up with, with gaming. To be sure, there's still like titles that belong to, you know, the younger generation. But no, 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 no. Gaming is for type of media. That and that's can- the thing. I think that a dad should use the the same kind of rubric that he would for literally any other hobby when it comes to uh, gaming of any kind, you know? So, like, if it's social, if it's uh, a way to truly relax, if it doesn't, like, put them in a, in a worse mood, you know? Like, those are the, the circumstances that we think about. It's always, like object intention and circumstance that you know determines the morality of a particular act and the circumstances down like, for us? object intention can you break those down most definitely 
So like when we have to consider what's, what are you choosing? What's the thing that you want to do? And that's referred to classically as like the object, the actual act itself. Like what is being done? Are you driving a car? Are you mowing the lawn? Um, are you writing something, you know? Um, and sometimes the object itself is bad, you know, like you don't, we don't mess with that, you know, an intentionally bad act is not something you, you can just stop right there. It's off limits for us. Right. But like, you know, engaging in a hobby, like, you know, messing around with a, with a video game doesn't tell us enough. So then you gotta, you gotta look at the intention of the person, which is even harder to know from the outside, but this is why, you know, we, we form our own consciousness so that we can form, we can understand our own intentions about why are we engaging in such and such behavior? So like, the very same act, the very same person, um, you know, who's like playing a game, playing Madden or whatever, he could be doing that to uh, blow off steam, to be recreated, to, you know, uh, um, get a little get a little rest time, a little reset so he can be more present for his loved ones. Or he could do that to escape. You know, he could do that to run away. He could do that to avoid. He could do that to, um, to, to, you know, out of depression or something, you know, that so there could be different. And I guess you just answered it like to avoid depression or like, or, but like, isn't that playing, you're playing with really hard things there, right? Like, I don't know, like if it gets to that point, like shouldn't you be seeing someone clinical, like some, some assistance elsewhere than just diving into a game? The whole escapism thing is kind of what I've always feared, but mm. same word, you know, I mean, yesterday I was, I was, you know, grading stuff and it was, you know, being teacher, being daddy, kids are in bed. And I had just gotten this game. And I was like, I want to play. And sure enough, I played, I think I beat like this 13 year old, like or whatever, online. I don't know who it was. I didn't see him. <laughs> I just played a video game and I smacked him with the game. Like not literally, right. just beat him. And it was right. I won by a point on a field goal. Father. Field goal for the yeah, win. Sure. Jeez. Yeah. 18. Fly Eagles fly. Fly. And it was amazing. Well, not last week though. Skin. Uh, <laughs> but you know. Hey. Hail it, to the Washington football team. <laughs> um, like when does it become like? Yeah, this is the danger type of escape. This is not mm -hmm. release. It is now at the expense of my family that I'm trying to escape from because there are those things as well um go ahead i think yeah exactly and those then those are the that's the third thing in determining uh the morality of an act it's like those are the extra circumstances is, um does this guy have competing goods you know competing relations that like are demanding that same are competing for that same time you know is this a different situation of like uh, nobody's home, you know, the family's away, you know, they're off on vacation and the, the dad who still has to work, you know, he's playing a game, you know, when, uh, while they're, they're away. Or is this like, you know, honey, I could really use some help in the other room. And he's like, Oh, just give me five minutes, sweetie. You know, like there's, there's always these added circumstances of timing. Um, the title that, that, you know, you're actually, unwinding with you know um the content of of that game da -da 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 -da. Yeah, um, i mean but exactly I mean, yeah but it's not that bottle, folks it was uh, football 
<laughs> yeah, there's a big there's a big difference between those things too, right? Because you could yeah. you could reasonably imagine that a guy even who like plays very sparingly in moderation a violent title that that may like do something to his spirit or the way that he interacts with other people. So like that's that's another circumstance to pay attention. It's like, is it truly rejuvenating? Do you truly feel recreated? Do you walk away from it feeling more um, more full of life or more drained of life? You know, those are the kind of things that I push back on in spiritual direction, in personal discernment, in um, rather than like adopting a one size fits all, like no. And I'm not knocking households that like make those determinations for themselves about the internet, TV, video games, whatever it happens to be. That's not what I'm saying here. What I'm saying here is like in a personal discernment, it's too convenient for us to think like, well, it's just all good or it's all bad. Ugh. You know, like I think <clears throat> there's a way for like you to take one of the best mediums, you know, of reading the hobby of reading, just bettering our expanding our minds and people people escape into reading, you know, people use reading as a way to like overdo it and pull away from our other obligations and our other relations with people, you know? Uh, so no convenient answer on this. Unfortunately, I will say this though, you could do a whole lot worse than playing Madden football. You know, if you're playing like FIFA or something, you kind of know already that it's got like, it's got a finite end point. It's not going to last. It's not something that can just go on and on and on and on and on forever. And that's that's probably one of the things that I would specifically say about video games. Are you playing an MMORPG, something that just has no 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 end point in sight? There's no Talos. There's no like, you know, um and or, but sporting games, driving games, um, even to some extent, like action adventure games, puzzle games, they have like short incremental usage that I think are actually better for guys of an older generation who like that hobby. But, you know, you know, even Netflix tells you, hey, are you still there? Like, are you you're there? right. <laughs> Speaking of which, have you have has anybody seen that movie? That everybody's talking about the documentary Cuties. Well, great. Oh, Lord. We're actually oh not, Lord we're not, today we're not talk about it we're not gonna talk I haven't seen I don't know much about it but go ahead uh I I in a very now. cursory way no, yeah no. I do I do want to see if some of our listenership has has um already checked it out and if so if they can like write in send us your comments send us your uh-huh your under your understanding or next week when we we actually when I actually sit down and watch I'll tell you what I thought father I don't know but, if it's a 13 yeah. reasons why thing, then I still have I still have objections to that pedagogy. You know what I mean? Like there's yeah. there's a there's a, a belief about art that like art is off limits. Art does not play by the same rules if it's teaching something, if it's you know, if it's art, you know, it's for art's sake. Or the awful about something, and that's what art can exactly do. art has you, the license to, to do that, to play those. It's not trying to tell you had a few just showing you what it is i mean yeah that's a that's a tough determination for me that's more like reporting i don't know maybe they, maybe there is some parallelism and and some crossover yeah. but like there's shocking stuff that 
until we're aware of it, we don't do anything about it. You know, like until until people saw peaceful, nonviolent, um, you know, uh, conscious objectioners, you know, or, or civil rights activists being attacked by dogs, sprayed by hoses, beaten with billy clubs. You know, like it's easy to just say like that that's not real. It's not there's nothing bad going on. And or, you know, famous photos of Vietnam, you know, the little girl, uh, you know, on with no clothes on yep. uh, running away from from violence and, and war and explosions. Yeah. And her, her body covered in, in burns, you know, know like that's... that stuff jars us into into action sometimes. But that's reporting. This is like couched as entertainment or at least packaged in that kind of medium. And I, I have some real doubts about its effectiveness. You know what? You know what is effective, though, Father? We also finished another series. Me and my wife, we just finished The Office for the first time. The first time? The first wow. Time. Sorry, folks. Look at you. Took us Welcome. a while. Took yeah, you made it. Happy I 2020. I didn't think I was going to watch I didn't think I was going to like it. But I liked it. It was good. It was good. How about that ending, though, right? Like, the ending is, no spoilers, the ending is so much better than, like, the last couple of, of seasons, sure. you know? Mm -hmm. the, the, the seasons were kind of spinning their wheels, like, sputtering, creating drama where you weren't you weren't really like, mm, really? Know. We already know Jim loves Pam. We trying yeah. to sully this thing. And, or, or Pam with Pam and the cameraman. Right. Yeah, but that was a good that was a good example of your earlier point of what fathers go through in terms of dying to themselves, you know, giving up, you know, visions or personal dreams. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, oh, I thought you were talking about the girl that was that came to his room in the show. Oh, I, I, <laughs> that's one of my favorite scenes because of Dwight. Dwight is phenomenal. Yeah, uh, describe it what did it look like oh it was smug it was a smug thug. it was like walking around <laughs> yeah. i love that scene. yeah paint the picture guys uh uh a, a married gentleman's in the hotel room a young lady won't leave comes in there co-worker or whatever comes in there not wearing much tries to hang out watch a basketball game watch the heat play you know but the heat's in the bedroom and then Dwight immediately comes in because there's bed bugs in the room and tries to handle the situation. And it was awesome. And it was awesome. Um, another thing, Pat, uh, Father. Oh, actually, let's, let's take a little break as we get through this on the, on the final stretch here. But ladies and gentlemen, if you're watching this, if you're listening, if you have not yet done so, head over to theholyruckus.com for um, all the content that we have going on, all the goodness of our, uh, our podcast. We are now producing a couple different podcasts. One um, we distribute for, which is uh, Father Bob Kilner's uh, podcast, Here to Heaven, which is a real beautiful uh, mass meditations, reflections by Father Pat Kilner, or Bob Kilner, excuse me. And um, also another priest um, who's a friend and, and an author, also a friend, uh, Kevin Wells and Father Dan Leary are doing the one-to-one -one podcast talking about the... Uh, the life and philosophy, the, the teachings of a guy named uh, Venerable uh, Aloysius Schwartz uh, from the Archdiocese of Washington, who is soon to be a saint. Uh, and so those are the podcasts that we have going on. And also, 
on the pack. I wanted to let people know we're having a marriage couples podcast, which weekly presents different couples, different experiences, talking about stuff you've never wanted to hear or talk about. We're talking, wow. we're talking you know, mucus. We're talking finances. We're talking... Um, no, we, we are talking about some pretty real stuff, some beautiful things in regards to the vocation of marriage. Um, if you're a person that's dating on the serious, if you are engaged, if you're married, if you've been married for 10 years, five years, 50 years, we are sharing different people's journey of marriage. This podcast uh, called The One You Gave Me comes from a little play on words from Genesis where uh, God is seeking Adam and Adam blames the one that God gave him, Eve. So I always thought that was kind of funny. Uh, so we made a podcast about that. Different couples, different experiences, talking everything from um, having a husband in ministry, um, losing your job, uh, infertility, uh, hyperfertility, uh, you know, having too many kids, all that uh, interracial marriage, all those things that we talked about in these podcasts on different episodes. That is on the way, hopefully here in the next couple weeks. Uh, and then finally, if you haven't yet, Patreon.com slash Holy Ruckus underscore give. If you want to be a supporter, if you want to help the Holy Ruckus get to where it needs to get to, let us know so that we can keep growing. We have so many people to thank for the Holy Ruckus monthly contributions, donations, people that have been giving. So if that's something that you feel like, you know what? I like these guys. I like Father Pat. I like Josh somewhat. And we want to give to the Holy Ruckus. We want to know more about how we can support, you know, that's a beautiful thing. We thank you for that. And we want you to, to be all about it. So thanks so much. There is the uh, link right there. Father Pat, you escaped for a little bit, but now yeah, there was a duck that flew out of nowhere and <laughs> interrupted my studio. And if you don't believe that, I'll tell you another. <laughs> there you go. Guys, that's, that's, that's what it is. Uh, Father Pat, why should someone consider to uh, give on Patreon? Any idea? Well, I I have it on good authority that we are going to offer uh, exclusive firsts or, you know, premium content or, um, or really just even without the perks. If you've ever thought about supporting, you know, a good Catholic ministry, you know, if you haven't quite found a niche that you can be excited about, but you've all, you've been for years and years. You've been thinking about the new evangelization. You've read Evangelium Gaudium, cut, you know, front to back. You were all over Novo Millennio Ineute. You know, um, Paul six, Paul the sixth is your boy. You know, you, 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 your tagline in your emails, like your signature, is Paul the sixth. You know, uh, the this generation will only listen to people insofar as they. Uh, our witnesses, come on now. This is this is this is the Patreon that you've been waiting for to show up, so that you can know I am I am directly assisting uh, one of the one of the means that are out there of promulgating the gospel in the new digital age. And if you need more convincing. Then we got to get somebody else in here. Father Pat, that was beautiful. Also, you get some swag. We're talking Holy Rookie's shirt, Holy Rookie's mug, Father Pat himself coming at you, keeping a little virtual. Fear the beard. Free, for free. You know? But anyway, guys, thanks so much for listening to Holy Rookie's. Here we go with our final 
uh, our final topic of the day. Father Pat, I recently became consecrated to um, um, Our Lady, to Jesus through Mary. I just Amen. Consecration, my 33 days of consecration. This was a big month for the Maldives household and for your fatherhood and for your spiritual life. Dang, dude. Way to crush it. It is. I, thank you. But I need you to walk me off the ledge here. I'm not, I'm okay. But I meant in terms of my expectations, Father. Mm. Maybe listener or watcher, viewer, maybe you're someone that has watched or has done the things. You know? Yeah. You found out about a good Made a consecration. Life. Made a consecration. Right. Did a novena. Did it all night mm-hmm. adoration. Mm-hmm. Did a yearly New Year's resolution that you were going to go to Mass on the daily. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Lunch break. Whatever it is. Um <laughs> And you still feel kind of unsatisfied. Uh, you feel like maybe you bit off a little bit more than you could chew, and uh, you're still hungry. You're still thirsty. Um, Pat, uh, that's where I'm at right now. Honestly, yeah. God, I gave it all I could. It was beautiful. I had some great prayers. We offered it up to our Holy Ruckus team uh, of listeners, people that joined in. It was beautiful. I had people from Canada, people from all over uh, the United States, not even just Maryland, where we're from. But a lot of people joined in and prayed and united with us uh, daily on the Holy Ruckus consecration that we did. Um, wow. But here I was still like, ugh, like, is that it? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't feel any different. Where are the special powers? <laughs> I don't feel Mary's closeness. I don't feel like I have the tilma engraved in my heart. <laughs> You like, you're you're like dipping your finger in in water every once in a while just to see. You got to just check. Like, is that did that just become wine or something? Like, how does this work? How does you know Mary in consecration do whatever he tells you? <laughs> now does that give me access? There's some prayers in there, like Saint Louis de Montfort's prayer to consecration. It was so hardcore, so beautiful. Like some of the prayers, and but I'm still, I don't know. Mm. For me, man, what can you do? Uh, oh my gosh, I love this. I love this question. What do you do? Gosh, what do you do? yeah, I, I, I was just thinking about this myself at prayer today because I, I heard, I heard like a beautiful description from um, uh, another Catholic podcaster, one that I check out pretty regularly. Um, check out Father Peter Musset and uh, Scott Powell with the um, podcast. Uh, the Lanky Guys um, from Wor- the Word on the Hill podcast by the Lanky Guys. Okay. Um, so he, he was making this point about uh, the chalice um, that a priest receives and how that chalice is formed as an, an analogy for his preparation for specifically the priesthood. But I think it applies to a lot of the Christian life. You know, if you think about just Jesus's words as like the backdrop to this this meditation that he gave. You know, um, when he when he pushed back to the sons of thunder, you know, um, the the sons of Zebedee, John and James asking to be on his right and his left. And he says, can you drink the cup of which I must drink? You know, um, the the point being that all of us are going to have to walk the same kind of path of Jesus's passion and drink from the cup. But to get to that cup. 
there's this whole process of metalworking that I'm like woefully unaware of, of, you know, it going hard, rigid to soft and malleable and hammering it out, like in a violent way, like hammering it out. This was uh, his analogy of spiritual formation and preparation to be a disciple. And I, I definitely think this applies to um, Marian consecration, which is to Jesus through Mary, um, that we want to go up the mountain, stay on the mountain, enjoy like, you know, whatever, whatever Scientologists are selling, you know, like the level 53 privileges for only $954,000, you can now see other shades of purple that the rest of the population can't, you know, like Marian consecration gives you bam, instant virtue. And we, wings. <laughs> you got the wings, flavors taste better. Suddenly cheese it's make, you know, sense as the greatest of all <laughs> gifts of snack foods, you know, um, when in fact the reality is, is like, it's just another season, another cycle of like the hammering, you know, going from, from rigid to, to malleable, you know, um, from a hardened heart, you know, and this happens over and over and over again. And that like, you know, we, we achieve these goals of ours and then, we kind of have to go back into um, the the routine, you know, the routine of our prayer, the faithfulness of our prayer, the fidelity of like just showing up, just being there on time, you know, as advertised, praying with our people, praying with our families, praying with our loved ones, praying with our students, whatever it may be. Doesn't matter if anything's happening. And then every once in a while, because they were talking about the the readings coming up this Sunday, that's their that's their shtick. Mm -hmm. um, he mentions how the words of Isaiah, you know, that God uh, is is close to us. Listen to him when he comes close. There are those very, very wet, you know, or, or, or drenched moments when we feel like the skies open up and we feel we feel very close to God or we can hear him in kind of a, an acute fashion. Doesn't mean he's not present, doesn't mean he's not working, doesn't mean he's not um, showing up and doing his thing and, and supporting us and bestowing his graces. But not every day. In fact, most aren't anywhere close to like hearing the voice of God, you know, and hearing him say a specific thing to us through, you know, our, our consecration prayer or our daily devotions you know, the liturgy of the hours. I mean, I'll be perfectly honest with you, Josh. What you describe for the for your experience of Marian consecration is most often my experience of my promise to pray the liturgy of the hours, the divine office. Most of the time, the divine office is uh, is a duty, is an officium, is it's it's a sacred task and trusted to me that I have said I would do for the people of God. But it, it doesn't happen very often that like that Psalm or these Psalms grab at me, jump off the page and, you know, like, like the scroll that Ezekiel eats, just like, nom, 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 nom. Yes. Give me more. Like I, I'm so fed by this. You know, I've got like pieces of the word of God sticking out of my beard for later. Oh yes. Yes, Jeremiah, that was that was delectable. <laughs> you know, like this, this is not frequently the experience of the divine. 
This is occasionally. And man, are those occasions worth concretizing, worth remembering the faithfulness of the Lord and how that happens. So like your mountaintop of consecration, that's good and always. That's you, man. That's that's Josh's forever. 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 That's my halftime speech, my 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 what I'm gonna put with you. Uh, so can I give you that? I'm gonna give you a little piece of uh, the prayer that really stuck out to me, and we'll close. A little a little a little different, guys. But if, if that's okay, Father Pat, I'm gonna give you the prayer please that I prayed and that really like got Impacted me. you. Hold on, let me see here. Um, let's see, let's see. Here we go. Can you see this? I can. All right. I want to just give that. Give He's that tiny. Little, it's a little. It's a little tiny. Hold on. There we go. We good? Mm-hmm. I just want to read that. All right. If you you feel indulge me, folks, this is we're going to end with. This is our prayer. Um, at the Marian consecration. This this kind of giving of my whole self to Jesus through the Blessed Mother was something a journey that. I took with a few others uh, from the Holy Records and, and you listeners as well for the last 33 days. And it was beautiful. It was awesome. But sometimes it could be left uh, kind of a little dry sometimes. Um, yep. What helped my dryness was a little bit of this prayer. And so I just want to leave you with that as we close. And it's, Hail Mary, beloved daughter of the eternal father. Hail Mary, admirable mother of the son. Hail Mary, faithful spouse of the Holy Ghost. Hail Mary, my dear mother my loving mistress, my powerful sovereign. Hail my joy, my glory, my heart, and my soul. Thou art all mine by mercy, and I am all thine by justice. But I am not yet sufficiently thine. I now give myself wholly to thee without keeping anything back for myself or others. If thou still seest in me anything which does not belong to thee, I beseech thee to take it and to make thyself the absolute mistress of all that is mine. Destroy in me all that may be displeasing to God. Root it up and bring it to naught. Place and cultivate in me everything that is pleasing to thee. May the light of thy faith dispel the darkness of my mind. May thy profound humility take the place of my pride. May thy sublime contemplation check the distractions of my wandering imagination. May thy continuous sight of the good of God fill my memory with his presence. May the burning love of thy heart inflame the lukewarmness of mine. Mm. May thy virtues take the place of my sins. May thy merits be my only adornment in the sight of God and make up for all that is wanting in me. Finally, mm. dear, dearly beloved mother, grant if it be possible that I may have no other spirit but thine to know Jesus and his divine will, that I may have no other soul but thine to praise and glorify the Lord, that I may have no other heart but thine to love God. With a love as pure, as ardent as thine, I do not ask for visions, revelations, sensible devotion, or spiritual pleasures. It is thy privilege to see God clearly. It is thy privilege to enjoy heavenly bliss. It is thy privilege to triumph gloriously in heaven at the right hand of thy son and to hold absolute sway over angels, men, and demons. It is thy privilege to dispose of all the gifts of God 
just as thou willest. Such is, O heavenly Mary, the best part which the Lord has given thee and which shall never be taken away from thee. And this thou fills my heart with joy. As for my part here and now below, I wish for no other than that which is thine, to believe sincerely without spiritual pleasures, to suffer joyfully without human consolation, to die continually to myself without respite, and to work zealously and unselfishly for thee until death has the humblest of thy servant. The only grace I beg thee is to obtain for me that every day, every moment of my life, I may say, Amen, so be it all thou dost do while on earth. Amen, so be it all thou art now doing in heaven. Amen, so be it all that thou art doing in my soul, so that thou alone mayest fully glorify Jesus in me for time and eternity. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Yeah. Amen. Son, the Holy Spirit. That was worth it. <laughs> that was perfect. That's the perfect ending. Love it. Ladies and gentlemen, Amen. we've been the Holy Ruckus Podcast. Father, anything? Be well, and Our Lady be, be glorified, especially in her son. Amen, amen. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for listening. If you haven't already done so, give us a review, a, a review wherever you get this podcast from, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, um, uh, Spotify. Give us a review. Help other people find the ruckus. If you like it and you dig it, go ahead and share it. Put your name on it. Thanks so much, so much for listening. We'll see you next week. We got a guest lined up. It'll be great. We'll talk soon. Yes.